Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to My Gospel Soul with Denise Jackson. Remember, stay true to your gospel soul. What does your soul bring in the news to your ears? This is the place Love Talk Radio. Call in and join me. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? What's going on with you people? Today, today is good old Tuesday. Tuesday has been a day for me. Praise God, but God is in the blessing business. You are listening to my gospel soul. Today's date is the fourth. It is approximately 2.02. P.M. Central Time. And of course, I have my boy on the line before I cook him on the line. Let's go ahead and get your weather. And when I get your weather, then we'll find out what's happening, happening in Arkansas. Hallelujah, hallelujah. It is 88 degrees here in Houston, Texas. But I want you to know something, and y'all know how I always say it. It's still. Outside. I know you're going to say, well, it's getting hotter, but I'm telling you right now, praise God, you can, you can strip down button up and you'll still, it'll still be too hot, hallelujah, so now keep your clothes on, people, keep your clothes on, because tonight it's going to be part of the cloud in the evening, they'll be coming mostly clear, lows in the mid-70s, south winds 10 to 15 miles Per hour in the evening, decreasing to around five miles per hour after midnight. Wednesday, partly cloudy with isolated showers, highs in the upper 90s, south winds five to ten miles per hour. Heat index reading is going to be wet in the index to warm Praise God. You need to get some dirty rates, some water, some power some red bull, or whatever you need to get. You need something that's going to 
going to help you with their needs. Oh, that was a little long letter. I'm sorry. That letter kind of came out of me. Uh, praise God. Wednesday night, Larry Polly called, called lows in the mid-70s, south winds, 5 to 10 miles per hour. Thursday, Polly called a slight chance of showers in the afternoon, highs in the upper 90s, uh, south winds. Five to ten miles per hour Thursday night, Carly Carter, a slight chance of showers early in the evening, lows in the mid-70s, southwest winds, five to ten miles per hour. Carly Carter, on Friday, highs in the 90s, heat and next out, good be to God. Wait in the afternoon, Friday night, Carly Carter, lows in the upper 70s. Tune in tomorrow, and we'll give you the rest of the the rest of the weekend's forecast. That was your weather right here in Houston, Texas, your local weather right here on My Gospel Soul. But when CD is on the line, how are you doing, CD? I'm doing just fine. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Well, oh, yeah, you know, I have to catch myself because I know you can't give us the weather, but you can tell us how it is out there in Arkansas. Well, Unfortunately, my uh, online service was down for like a payment. Keep it real, cause keep it real. <laughs> and uh, I'm sitting outside my apartment complex right now. Ooh, Lord, have mercy! It's a little warm, warm out here. That's called W O M E, warm. I wouldn't suggest anybody wear any long pants or long sleeve shirts today. I would suggest shorts and a baseball cap if you got one, sunscreen or something. But that's my check. The degrees is 91 degrees Fahrenheit. And uh, it's a beautiful day that the Lord has made. And I'm outside barefooted under this hot concrete. I am country like that. I'm from Arkansas. I'm country like that. <laughs> like Montel Jordan said, this is how we do it. That's how I do it. I'm country. <laughs> and, and you know I'm always got something in my stomach. I, I'm eating a bacon sandwich. With red Kool-Aid, yes, I said red. It may be strawberry, it may be cherry, but black folks say red. Back to you. Red. <laughs> well, you know how CD do it. Every time we talk to him, he has a he has a um, meal of the day. So I guess it's a, a bacon sandwich and some red Kool-Aid. So we uh, we thank you, CD, for telling us how it is in Arkansas. I just want to let you know that. I, to let you know our subject for today is cut the cord. Uh-oh, cut the cord. Don't it is cut the cord. You know, what am I speaking about? Speaking about it's time to let it go. Don't you think? It's cut the cord with your mama. Cut the cord with these dysfunctional relationships. Cut the cord with people who, who have leaned on you. You know, and attach themselves to you, and you don't know how to say it's over. And so you have to learn how to say it's over. And they got all kinds of technology and ways that you can do it. You can text message, email, fax, um, and like a song that used to sing, so you can reach me by airplane, I don't care. You get there, just get it. Hallelujah. But in this case, I don't care. How you cut it, just cut it. And we want to talk about that today because a lot of relationships are not good. A 
a lot of relationships are hindering relationships, and a lot of times we we have we lean and we keep a relationship just so that we don't have to uh, find out who we are. We don't have to stand on our own two feet. We don't have to make decisions for ourselves, and that's the one that I really want to discuss today. And I want to start off by. Because this actual subject is cut the umbilical cord. And I'm using Abraham as a reference. He wasn't attached to his mom, but Abraham, God told Abraham, you got to, I want you to leave. He said, I want, to, I want you to leave the land where your kindred So I want you to leave them. I want, I want, and I'm going to take you into a place where a place that you have not been before, and I'm going to give you the land, I'm going to make your name great, I'm going to give a heritage to your children. In other words, go somewhere else so you can establish your own family so that I can give you your own stomping ground, so I can give you your own beginning. So, so, uh, sorry, uh, anyway, so that's what Ava, that's what, what he told Abraham to do. He said, get from among them. <laughs> Come on out of there. Come on out of there. Let me, let me tell you that I can, I can bless you as well. And there are times when we, when we are mama's boys and, and daddy's girls, you know, we tend to want to bring mama in on every decision, daddy in on every decision, your mama decorate your house, your mama wash your clothes, your mama cook your food, your mama do this, your mama do that. You don't do nothing. And then when you all of a sudden fall in love and you wonder why, or you, or you want that great relationship, you wonder why a person don't want to stay up underneath you. They, don't want, they, they can't compete with mama. And you say, well, you don't want to be with mama. Excuse me, that is not what the situation has presented to me. Your mama is cooking. Your mama is cleaning. Your mama is in your apartment. Every time I knock on the door, your mother is, is in there. Your mama is in your room watching TV. Your mama is in it. Come on, your mama don't have an address. Same thing, same thing, people. Come on now. Some mothers, their son is always at the house. He's got his own problem now. Or he never moved out. So we, that's what we're going to talk about today. First point I want to uh, talk about is it does not matter who cut it. It does not matter who, who suffers the unhealthy part of the relationship. Now, I'm not saying tell your mama to hit the bricks. I ain't saying it. I'm saying tell your mother or mom. Let me just try it myself. Or better yet, just don't call her to do it. And when she calls, show up at the door, it's already done. Or when she shows up to, to do the mama, uh, that's all right, I already cooked. Mama, that's all right, you know what I'm saying? You have to, you have to be wise when you want to redefine your relationship with your parents. You know, you have to be wise when you, uh, now, if you are a brother and you lean on your sister and every time, and then you wonder why you're by yourself, I'm going to tell you why. Because first of all, you lean on your sister so much that she thinks she got a right to tell you this, this is the right person for you. Your sister don't have a right to tell you that this, that's the right person for you because, uh, well, I'm trying, I'm trying to be real clean with this. Your sister, when it comes down to the intimacy of the relationship, I don't believe that you call your sister and ask about anything that you do in that intimate portion of the relationship. So 
invited into the bedroom. They shouldn't be invited to any other room. Oh, good. Hallelujah. I think I liked where I put the in the house. Praise God. So anyway, we're just trying to set a solid foundation for relationships in your life. And sometimes even with parents, and I know that we say, oh, Johnny, don't hang around so-and-so. And then when they end up, when they turn 30 and 36 and 39 and 40, you, the parent is still telling you, you know, you need to give up. And you have to look at that and say, now, what is really going on? My mother is still in my business. Well, you kind of encourage her to be in your business. You kind of encourage your father to be in your business. You kind of encourage her. And, and the reason I, I, I stay mostly on women, because most men, most fathers, they want you out of their house and, and, and out of their business. Most fathers, because they understand the concept. Before they had children, it was me and mama. After we had children, it was me, mama, and, and the kids. When the kids get, get grown, it should go back to me and mama. But mama got a hard time letting go of the children because she's scared of finding out who she is. She's scared of being just that individual person herself again. She's scared of being Susan again. She she She's so used to being... Susan, the mother of four boys, or Susan, the mother of, or, you know, she's so used to being that to when the children are now grown and got their own lives, she still did better in their lives because she has, she doesn't know how to be that, that woman again, that woman that has no attachments anymore. She can now love on her husband's entire home, but she's scared of who she, she's scared of what they're could develop into. So, all I'm saying today is cut the umbilical cord. It doesn't matter who cuts it. It can be the son, or it could be the daughter, or it could be the parent. But this, this, uh, this is a problem that's causing a lot of. Uh, it's ridiculous to see how how uh, many adults are divorcing over gossip, over something my mama said. Uh, are breaking up, engagements are breaking up because the mother, she, she, you ain't gonna take my place. That's my son. He ought to be my son. You just somebody, he, you know, all this kind of stuff, you know. But this, he has openly chose this woman. Now, if he has openly chose this woman or she has openly chose this man, why can't mothers respect this? I know you are looking at him and saying he then he he got this issue, that issue, uh and, and he ain't gonna take care of my daughter and all this <laughs> Well, let me tell you something. Love is a funny thing. Love did, when two people love each other, they 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 love each other. You know. They love each other. It does not include mama. And when God, if you know, God means for that relationship to break up, means for them for don't mean for that relationship to be together. Oh, believe me, it's not gonna last. And it don't need your help. It reminds me of how of, of how how in the Bible it talks about how different parents uh, try to make different prophecies come to pass. God told Abraham that he was gonna have a son by Sarah, and Sarah was too old. So Sarah figured she sent Hagar. In there and, and to sleep with her, and then have her get pregnant, and 
Just a bunch of this. So then, uh, then Sarah looking at Abraham, get this woman out of my house, and <laughs> and it was a mess that Sarah made. Then you look at Rebecca, Jacob, and Esau. Jacob and Esau, uh, that father was going to give, was going to bless Esau. Rebecca heard it. And God had already said that Jacob was going to rule over Esau. But Rebecca had to go in there and she figured she don't have to fix it. So that father sent, her, sent, sent Esau out, told Esau, go out there, hunt, bring me back something. Because Esau was the son that goes out and he, 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 he's in the wild. He likes to hunt. You know, he likes to go out there and, and mess around and, you know, he was going to Now, Jacob was domestic. He could cook, clean the house, all that kind of stuff. You know, but the God, but but God, when they were born, said that that, that the younger would rule over the over the oldest. Esau was oldest. Okay, so Rebecca heard that. Now, so you, since let me break this down to you. Esau was a daddy favorite, and Jacob was a mother favorite. So when Rebecca heard that what. What uh, I was gonna do? Guess what she decided to do? Well, son, uh, go in there and fix it. Your daddy's gonna gonna bless Esau, but I want him to bless you and you you this you that. And, and so she set the whole thing up. Now Isaac, uh, he couldn't see because he well he didn't know who it was. Well, he did. If you read it, if you read it and understand it, he knew who it was that he was talking to and. and Touching, but he gave Jacob a chance to say, "Now, Daddy, this is not Esau. This is Jacob." But did Jacob do it? No. He went along with the plot and the plan that his mother said. Okay. Now get this. So guess what happened? These brothers begin to Jacob begin to run, and Esau begin to chase after. All because a mother did not get out of grown folk business. And tend to her husband. She got in them folks' bed. She got in the in her son's head. She got she got in in in, in her son's and between a, a father and a son. And she got up in the business and they put a son on the run. So anyway, I'm saying that to say this: we you stop being a curse for your children, and children stop making yourself stop. Uh, acting as if your parents are comfort or, or your blanket. You, 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 you never see. Now, CD, I know you're on the line. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, you're so quiet. Now, do you remember? I forget what it called. Oh, Charlie Brown. You remember the little kid that kept the blanket with him? Uh, uh, Linus. Linus. He just kept that blanket with him, kept it with him, kept it with him. That's how, that's how I think about uh, mama's boys or daddy's girls. They keep their cell phones and everything, everything they go to do, every decision they go to make in their lives, even as grown people. You know, I think about, they call them on the cell phone. Mama, I met this girl. Mama, uh, I met this guy. Uh, and uh, come on now. Now, tell me if you agree with me or not. 
most most of the time when you have a mama's boy or a mama's or a daddy's girl or mama's girl, half most of the time it's gonna work out where they run that person off away from their daughter or their son. Am I correct? Mm. Think about it. Mm. Most of the time when it's a mama's boy or a mama's girl and they get in a relationship with someone. Mm-hmm. But and I bet now I know because I've been in this before myself, where the mama receive you as long as you're not married to her. But as soon as that son looks like he's falling in love with you. As soon as that daughter looks like she's about to be head over heels with you. Yeah. You know, the first thing that the mama start doing is start throwing salt in your game. You gotta start throwing salt. You start pointing out different different issues about you. That's why you ain't good enough. Start picking at the daughter, y'all into fights and all kinds of stuff. The daughter she taught or the son is torn between between the mama and the and the, and the daughter and, and don't know what to do. Mama and the wife and don't know what to do. You never seen this before, CD? I have. I have. Uh-huh. I thank God that my mother was not like that. Was not like that towards me. She didn't get in my personal relationship. Even when I asked her to come in, she won't get involved. If the law ain't involved, that's a bitch. bitch. She ain't gonna fix it. Huh? Well, that's a blessing. That's a blessing, yeah. Judy, But it ain't like that with everybody. Yeah. Some people are so. Some people are so protective and so controlling. So. They are out of, they are out, they are out of control. They are out of control, and you can't tell them that that's my son, and he's 40 some years old. You don't need no son. I think after 40 years, we know that. That's my son. And he ain't no business, no, anybody. All this kind of stuff. But he in love with this woman. I see in love with this man. But you want to enter and see, that's why I go right back to Abraham. That's why the Lord said, you need to leave. <laughs> leave and go to a place that I'm going to show you. Anyway, the next one I want to talk about, well, let's get out of dirt and let's go into some uh, key points. Why is it unhealthy for, why is it unhealthy for, to, to have, to be a coach for your children? Just in response, just in life in general, period. You know, you never, things come to mind like pushing pushing their child out the nest. You know, like I say, you push the bird out the nest. You need to push their child out the nest. You need to let them go. You need to let them have their falls. You need to let them run into the brick walls. You need to let them, I mean, you need to let them experience so they can learn. Life is, life has ups and downs, life uh, deals with some bad cards and all these different things, but you have to trust that the way you that the way you nurtured and raised that child, that the child will know how to handle themselves and they will understand that even though they fall, they can get back up and they can try it again. But they can't get this experience. You have it, but you are not allowing them to get this experience. Now, it could be a couple of reasons why you are not allowing this to happen. You could be not. You could not. You could be standing in the way of this person, uh, your child's development, because you don't 
who you are anymore. You're so used to being a mother. You're so used to being a protector. You're so used to being this person that just, that relationship is gone, what's left? You know, most mothers, when the other children are gone, they go back to school. They begin to, you know, do some things that they that put off all those years that they that they thought they'd never be able to do. So at this time, it, it's a good time for you to just take some time for yourself. Build and nurture some of your hobbies and some of your some of. I mean. Uh, like I say, some parents go back to school. Some mothers go back to school. You know, where you used to be a housewife, you were at the house all the time, you know, and all you do is wash clothes and, and, and um, clean the house and run errands and, you know, and it was a job, but now that that job, you're no longer needed for that job, it's time to get a refreshing and, and real talk for something else. Take up uh, dancing. Take up I mean, it's anything you can do. Some women take up making crafts. Some go, you know, some go and do other things. They take up exercising, you know. I mean, it's just a time of refreshing. It's a new time. It's a new day. And so don't be, and you know, believe me, change is scary and uncomfortable. But is it really fair to you or the person that you're enabling or uh, becoming a crutch for, you know, is it really fair? Is it really fair? Because one day you'll wake up and you want them to leave the house. You want them to move out. Then all of a sudden you're yelling at them, you're mad at them, you're talking to them crazy. While you're still here, some, some years old, but you didn't push them out the nest when you should have, and now all of a sudden they're on your nerves. But this is how you train them to be. You train them to come to you for everything. You train them to be at your house with you so you can watch their every move and everybody coming through their lives so that you can have something to do. This is what you created. This is a, a, a situation you created. And now all of a sudden you want that you want that that son or that daughter to now get up out your face, you know, marry her off to somebody. Now you want to marry. Get <laughs> you ruin every relationship that she was ever in, and now you want to marry because she's on your nerves and you want to do your own thing now. But see, if 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 you follow the circle of life, and you and you allow a child, you know, when they're eighteen to go off to college, you know, it's just a part of training up a child in the way they should go, so that when they go get older, they won't depart from it. That's a part of it, too, teaching them the responsibilities of life. When they call you and ask you, you don't help them a couple of times, but then it's like when I teach my children to to draw. Like, they, they can draw, they can sing, they can dance, they can do all kinds of stuff. But I, if they ask me something, I show it to them once or twice, and that's it. Then they got to figure it out. Because I don't want them so I don't want them to be codependent on me. You know, I want them when when they get eighteen, when that last one get eighteen, she going out to college. Oh yes, she is. <laughs> she got to she she got to get up out this house and she got to go to college. She got to go and do something with her life. She got to get she got to experience life. 
beautiful thing. I find that when young people go off to college, they they learn about themselves. They learn what they like and what they dislike. They they see things. They and it improves. They they are introduced to different cultures. Now there's some bad stuff that goes on around them, but you got to trust that what you have instilled in them, they they won't stray. Now a lot of people live in denial and they feel well they ain't gonna never do this. They ain't gonna ever do that. Well I can't I can't I don't know. All I know is God has given God gives an opportunity to give me an opportunity to be a part of his children's lives. I give my children back to God. But I also have to understand that when it's time for them to leave the nest, it's time for them to leave. And I have to be confident in myself that I can go on, praise God. And as and if you're listening and you have this type of relationship going on in your life, and you don't know how to tell your adult child to leave, reflect on how the adult child got so attached to you and just reverse what you did. <laughs> if you were washing, you know, doing their laundry, stop doing their laundry. <laughs> if you were going over cleaning their apartment from top to bottom, Stop cleaning their apartment from top to bottom. It's really an undo process. You just stop doing what you were doing already, you know, and just wing them off, you know, just wing them off. Praise God, if you just don't, you know, if you just don't want to give them the shock factor, then just wing them off, you know. But you have to, you have to let children go. You have to let them go. You have to because they won't be able to function in everyday work. It's kind of like with a small child. You spoil a child, your child, everything. Then when you get in the grocery store and you tell your child no, and that child hit the floor, kicking them feet in their air. Bless you a side to your head. Just punch you in the face, slap you, kick you, bite you. And you're looking at the child like, I give you everything. That's the problem. That's the problem. You can give that child everything. And now that child doesn't know how to take no for an answer. They don't understand rejection. They don't understand that every answer is not going to be yes. You're going to get some no's. You're going to get some doors shut in your face. And you're going to have to keep living. You're going to have to keep going. You're going to have to chalk it up and keep going. It's very important. See, that tie, breaking that tie, breaking that cord, cutting that cord is, is, a, is major. It's something so it ain't, but it's major. This 50-year-old me is still living with their mothers. 50-year-old men still living with their mothers. Now, to them, nothing's wrong with it. That's cool. And I didn't say mothers living with their sons. I said sons living with their mothers. Now, come on now. It's time to get to it. It's, it's, let that go. Cut the cord. Cut the cord. Walk around your house and, 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 and I was, I'm cutting the cord. They don't understand what you're saying just in your spirit. You know what you say, Lord, help me cut the cord. Every time they come asking you for five dollars, well, I just need five dollars. Can I get five dollars? 
tell him, just like a baby, I'm cutting the cord. I'm, cu- I'm cutting the umbilical cord because I know for a fact. Because let me tell you a secret in case you didn't know. If you don't give him that $5 or her that $5, she's going to find that $5. She's going to go, find that $5. If she don't get it from you, she's going to get it from somebody. You're listening to Janice Jackson on My Gospel Show. And here's a little bit of our contact information. Hey, y'all. It's your host with the most, Janice Jackson. Want to get in, in touch with me? You can find me on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash Janice Jackson. Be my friend. Twitter.com forward slash Boomeister. That's B O O M I C E S T E R. Follow me. I don't mind. MySpace.com forward slash Heal the Land Crusade. Be my friend. Send me an invite. You can be my friend because I would love to be yours. You can even email me at PastorJ.Jackson at live.com. Email me your comment or your question, and let us know what you think about what we discuss on My Gospel Soul every day at 4 p.m. Central Time. You don't want to miss it. Oh, yeah, and by the way, stay true to your gospel soul. And and we are back. Like I said, I got my boy CD on the line. And today we are talking about cut the card, cut the card with parents who, even with, you know what, you may be surprised you're applying this situation and you're ready to leave and you think that if I leave, my mom, she's going to be disappointed and, and what I'm going to tell her is she depends on me. You'll be surprised. Some of them parents, if you just leave, some of them parents will be happy if you just, if you move on with your life. They just don't know how to tell you. They just don't know how to tell you. And then those that are scared to get out there and get started, let me tell you something. God will provide. God will provide you with a job. He will provide you with that, that apartment. He will provide you with the furniture. He will provide. He will provide. I'm not, I'm not uh, need to get out there and start with my brothers and all this. They get out there and they start with their life. They didn't have nothing in their apartment. But they got out there because they didn't want to depend on anybody. My little sister, she got out there and she, let me tell you something, got her a job, got her an apartment, a place, and did it, and did it. Got her a car, all of these different things. She's a pilot to God. You got to believe God and stand on your own two feet. You got to get tired of riding on somebody else's coattail. You got to get tired of it. You got to get tired of not knowing if you can do this yourself. It, it may surprise you that some people just don't believe that they can. They look at everybody else and they, and they can believe God for everybody else's breakthrough. But when it comes to their own situation, their own life, they don't believe that God can put them in a, in a nice place to stay. They don't believe that God can put them and give them a nice uh, ride or, 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 or whatever to get them from point A to point B. You know, they just don't believe it. They don't, in, 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 but you, but you have to step out there. You want a new life. You want to experience God to the fullest. You want to, you, I mean, 
to see God make you over. I dare you to just step out there and let God have his way in your life. You know, like C.D. said, he, he, he never went through that with his mother. His mother was very wise. <laughs> she sounds very wise. I would love to meet her one day. But uh, she sounds very wise because, you know, some, some people understand that that's my son. He has to live his own life. And I don't want to live his life for him. I have a 15-year-old son. I don't want to live his life for him. But the problems or situations, circumstances, when he becomes a, a, an adult, a legal adult, when he becomes an adult, whatever he does in his life is on him. Whatever he does in his life is on him. He's going to have to, he's going to, have to carry a thing himself. It's not my, it's not my, it's not my job to do it, and I'm not going to do it. You have a lot of parents today that visit the jailhouse just their, just their vacation. On my vacation, I'm going to the jailhouse to visit my son. I'm not sure anything is wrong with that, but the person that's in jail, I mean, come on. Why even, why even subject your mother to this type of situation? You know she's going to show up in money on your books, and she on a fixed income. Come on, now. Nah. We're talking about cutting the card, and we're in every aspect of it. And people tell me, want to hear a super, a super spiritual show, but I'm just being honest with you. This is real life. We deal with real life issues right here on my gospel soul. And like I told you, just like God told Abraham to leave, he meant that. He got to go. I'm going to give you land. I'm going to give you um Okay, I'm gonna preach, I'm gonna take care of you down your back. When he said to disciples, I'll send him out two by two. I want you to step out and say, Help us to be responsible, responsible for our actions, responsible for our ways. Everybody looks at a child and says, Oh, they parents. You can't do it. You can't count the ways of an individual, a grown individual, or parents, unless it's a parent that has become a coach or have, have enabled. That, that child, because they're still a child. They could be 30, 40, 50, and still be a child mentally because the parent has not, has not pushed them out of the nest and, and gave them an opportunity to grow. You have to give them an opportunity to grow. Because if you don't, then you, better, you might as well stay in tight for the long haul because they're going to be attached to you like right on life. My mind has this. I need you to help me with this. There's something that ain't nothing wrong with being able to go to your parents. But what did the word of God say? He said, if you, if you give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. You teach a man a fish, he, come on, he'll eat for a lifetime. Come on, now. Come on, y'all. All I'm saying right here, Miss Jackson, saying right here on my gospel show, is let's take responsibility for our own answers. Parents, cut the umbilical cord. Children, if you got to cut it, you cut it. Stand on your own two feet. Don't be scared. Trust God. You know, speak to my gospel show. I have my friend CD on the line. Say something, CD. Holler at us. Oh, no. Oh, Praise God. Well, you know. <laughs> How are you enjoying the show, CB? I'm just enjoying just, just I can't talk today. What's up? I'm just enjoying the show really well. You know what came to my mind just about two seconds ago? It's even worse when the person gets married and the mother or father is still in that relationship. 
Does yeah, the Bible that's true. To leave one another, leave the mother and probably cling unto your wife or to your husband and be as one. Yeah. If that's true, then yeah. why are parents involved with the uh, sons of relationship? Yeah. I mean, if two people get into like a verbal discussion, so to speak. Yeah. It's up to them if they grown, they come to the above eighteen to go to each other and discuss it, not. Holler, cuss, shoot, cut tires, scratch paint. None of that's necessary. But just sit down and talk. And if you just can't get between y'all two, go to a pastor, counselor, do something. But I'm not going to do my thing. Yeah. I get into trouble with my, my wife. I'm not married, but I'm just saying for those who are listening, if, ooh, Lord have mercy. That's just not cool. Because what, what happened is at the last minute when they all made up, Love it, dove yeah. all that stuff. That's that Tom and Terry. People who are under 18 don't know about that Tom and Terry. Love it, dove it. Anyway, <laughs> um, when it, everything is cool, the parents who are, who got involved, would not forget it. Mm-hmm. Y'all love it every day, but I remember last year y'all was into it. My baby all kind of wrong. They would not forget yeah, and you know something else, you know, C.D. said that uh, he's not married, but uh, I've been married, and my, well, my husband just passed away, but one thing I admire about him is he never got anybody into our home life. He never invited people into our business. He never, I mean, if we got in an argument or, or, or anything, nobody ever knew about it. He never told anybody. He never shared anything with anybody. Tell anybody, well, I need to talk to you about this situation here and all that. He never did anything like that. We talked about it. We made decisions. And when we made the decision, it was final. He didn't go against my decision. I didn't go against his. Now, my mother is, is living. His mother passed away. But still, he respected my mother as though she was his very own. But he still did not go and confide and tell her your daughter crazy and all this kind of stuff. But we worked out everything together. We made decisions together. You know, and um, my uh, my colleague in the ministry, Pastor Amir, she said, I'm a rough rider. <laughs> but my husband said, I'm a rider. That means that we were in it. We were in it to win it. Me and him. Nobody else outside that front got it. You know. They couldn't tell him nothing about me and nobody could tell me nothing about him. And it still is like that to this day. You know, even though he's gone along to glory, there's nothing anybody can tell me about him. I know that he loved me and I love him. And that's the bottom line. And that's how you know, just on that subject of relationships and, and parents and mothers and stuff, being all in people's business, you know, married folks' business, because I think about it, too, because I did the show on in-laws are all in my business, and I just, I, I pray that people think about that. Think about this phrase right here. The same way your mother is in your business, will she let you be in hers the same way? The same way... A friend or best friend or homegirl or homeboy or whatever is telling you how to run your house. 
and how you talk to your husband or how to talk to your wife, would they let you tell them how to be with their with their uh, family? No, they wouldn't. The same advice that they're dishing out towards you or telling you how to handle situations, they would not let you do that with them. They'll jack up your relationship, have you crying. As soon as you knock on their door and say, I need to sleep on your couch, they'll tell you, well, you got to find somewhere else to stay. My wife ain't going to put up with that. And you sitting there looking crazy because you listen to their advice about a relationship that was put together, you know, that, um, that you and your wife are in. But I don't mean to go on about it. Maybe I need to do a part two of my in-laws all in my business or save my marriage because I'm definitely sending this straight to hell. <laughs> That's a good show. Save my marriage because I'm definitely sending it straight to hell. Okay, we're going to do, do that show. Look for it. Look for it on the show page. But anyway, that's enough about the marriage thing. We uh, we want you to know how that it is very important that everybody has an op- well that your children have an opportunity to experience life the same way you did, the same way you did. And I hear a lot of parents say, "Well, I'm not gonna raise my child the way my mama raised me." You know, but you are a doctor, a lawyer, you have your own home, you own it, you own your own car, but you're not going to raise, you're not going to train your children up to be the way your parents trained you up to be. I think you really need to consider that phrase. I think you really need to consider what you just said. Because if it was good enough, and somebody said this, and I heard him say it, and it was something else. He said, if it was good enough for you, it should be. Now, now, everything I wouldn't, you know, if it's things that were not right, I wouldn't use those methods. But if it got, but if, if it got you in a place to where you are a responsible, productive adult, then you really need to consider. Should I, should I spoil this child, get a child, all these different things, when in life you have to work for it? In life, things that you get, you got to work for them. You got you got to get out there. And I hear my brother, my my brother uh, Billy say all the time, "We on the grind, we on the grind." I hear the artist say that, "We on the grind, we on the grind." And a lot of people think that they're singing, that they're singing just pop out. You know, uh, uh, you know, their singing career just popped out the sky. No, it didn't. It took some. It took some hard times. It took some letdowns. It took some some turn downs. It took some getting. Uh, some doors getting slammed in your face, you know, to character, to build your faith, to build your belief in yourself, too. And uh, so you want, you, we just um, pray for you today on my gospel show that you will sever these ties, you will cut the cord, cut the cord with your parents, and, and be sad about it. Consider them. Consider them and say to yourself, now, uh, I know that I need to let this relationship be different. See, because actually the relationship is not going to end. It's just going to be different. It's going to be more of an adult relationship instead of a parent and a child. It would be a parent and an adult child, <laughs> if that makes any sense. You know, but uh, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, it's worth a new relationship. Go out, have, go out and have dinner, and just celebrate the new relationship. 
And that sounds crazy, but celebrate saying no. <laughs> celebrate saying wash your clothes, you know, wash your laundry yourself, do your laundry yourself. Celebrate it. Celebrate the fact that their child is stepping in, or the adult is stepping into independence. Well, that's enough of that study today on my gospel show. We want you to tune in tomorrow for my gospel show. We're going to be playing some music and I'm going to let you know what our upcoming events are because indeed King of Flag Ministries, um, under God's protection, has some things coming up here in the Houston area. So if you are in the Houston area, I must you keep up with us because we got some things going on. Go to my website at com forward slash my gospel follow where we are updating on a weekly basis. <laughs> and also, Loretta has a new skit that she has done with a new uh, word that she has dropped. So you might want to go to the website and check it out as well on our Gospel TV page. Now, we also want you to start, saying, start going to our Eagles United website. Eagles United Ministries is a ministry that unites people for the purpose of winning souls. It is the birthplace of Hillbilland Crusades. And if you go on that website, you also can find information about Pastor Jackson and the ministry that she founded. That's me. <laughs> the ministry that I founded, amen. And my mom, and you'll see pictures of, you know, different people and different things that we do. We've done show fairs and all kinds of stuff. So go on there and check it out. Give it a look. Fill out the form on the uh, on the About Us page. Even order T-shirts, banners, all kinds of stuff. All you have to do is go to the JC Banners page and fill out the form. It'll, and it'll get to me, and uh, we'll get you hooked up. You got any kind of promotional events coming up, uh, and you need some material, we do badges, we do t-shirts, caps, towels, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, you get my signature artwork. Ten, I mean, uh, we do heat press, but I do most of the designs custom myself. Praise God. Yes, I am an artist, among other things. So go on there, check it out. Check out some of my work. We also have some of my work on the Gospel Bells website. And if you want to send a comment, if you want to win a Gospel Soul t-shirt, if you even want to be the listener of the month, you can send your email to Pastor J.D. Jackson at live. And for your enjoyment, here is Ants by your very own Janice Jackson.
shallow, I need more depth. They try to dance solo, but I laugh at the concept. We gotta dance like Daisy. So I need you to be my Jonathan. Come on, I need you to be my best friend. And maybe then I can dance off the pavement. It's crazy how we only go higher. At the peak, but I'm still so inspired. I'm in control like my soul's on fire. Tears cry, rain dance, call me young Jeremiah. I prospect to be a prophet. And I don't even want to profit Time to release according to Mr. Neef Get up, move your feet, we're trying to rain peace So come on and You're listening to Denise Jackson right here on my gospel show. We thank you for tuning in today. The show was very enlightening. We had our friend C D Monroe on the line again. Hallelujah. And uh right out of Arkansas. Enjoying the show and spending time with us listening and we were talking about custom court today. And uh, how serious it is to take because it could affect every relationship in your life. So we hope that we affect someone today. Uh, CD, you want to say bye to the people? Bye, people. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we want you to tune in tomorrow where we'll be talking. Our upcoming events, let you know where my gospel show, show will be showing up next. We are, we covered an event last weekend. We're going to cover one this weekend. So you want to come with us. We're going to play that Where's Waldo thing. Praise God. So keep up with us. And uh, remember, stay true to your gospel soul. Bye, y'all. Welcome to My Gospel Soul with Janice Jackson. Remember, stay true to your gospel soul. What does your soul bring in the news to your ears? This is the place Love Talk Radio. Colleen, and join me, Janice Jack.
Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.